Good evening and welcome to the station. Tonight we're going to be covering ALCS Game 7, NLCS Game 7, as well as a little bit of a preview into the World Series between the Los Angeles Dodgers and the Tampa Bay Rays. So we're going to get right into it. The first game is going to be the ALCS Game 7 between the Houston Astros and the Tampa Bay Rays, which saw Charlie Morton take the mound for Tampa Bay, and on the opposite side is going to be Lance McCullers for the Astros. Uh, it was a hard-fought game that ended up being won by the Rays. Uh, their, their three early runs in this game ended up being the difference that they got in the first and second inning. You saw them score again in the sixth, getting a run, and Houston kind of started putting a comeback together in that eighth inning, putting up two runs. When it was all said and done, Tampa Bay ended up winning this game 4-2. to two. Solid outing by Charlie Morton, who in a pivotal game ended up going five and two-thirds innings with six Ks, uh, one walk, and I believe he only posted a couple hits in, the, in, that, uh, in that outing there. So, again, Tampa Bay pulls out this win. Uh, what were your thoughts on this game, Kara? I think it was a great game. Honestly, I loved watching it, and I can't tell you how absolutely just overjoyed I am that the Astros lost this game. And they lost the series. I have never loved the Astros. Never. And then after, you know, this past season with the scandal and everything like that going on, it just, you know, it made me hate him a little more. <laughs> I completely understand. I think you, along with pretty much everybody in the sporting world right now, was hoping the Astros would lose this series. And then to give you guys a little bit of a background, uh, my co-panelist here, Kara, uh, she's a lifelong baseball fan. She's a Cleveland Indians fan. So definitely as uh, one of the the fans of the, the teams, the Astros have been consistently uh, fighting in the in the playoffs. Of course, she'd like to see those Astros losing. Always. <laughs> Always. Always. Have since I was little. Right. So looking through the stat lines, you saw a couple players playing consistently in the series. Obviously, you saw Jose Altuve, Brantley, Correa, Bregman, the guys that you expect to play well for the Astros were playing well. Um, I think maybe the bigger issue in the series may have been pitching on both sides. Uh, how do you think the pitchers did in this final game? I mean, I can go back and forth and say that they 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 all battled, but I mean, in the end, is it Charlie Morton? Yeah, Charlie Morton for the race. Yeah, Charlie Morton came out on top. Um, it was pretty consistent pitching throughout the middle of the game, you know. But in the end, there, I I really believe that that McCullen's just kind of choked a little bit. Yeah, I agree with you. I don't think Lance McCullers has been too good in those those big key moments. Um, I think the Astros really felt it this year having uh, Justin Verlander out with, uh, I believe he was getting Tommy John surgery, and then losing Garrett Cole to the Yankees. I think that really affected the Astros' run in these playoffs. Um, but wrapping that for the ALCS Game 7, uh, you will see those Tampa Bay Rays in the World Series coming up tonight at 8, 11 p.m. is going to be the uh, the opening <clears throat> opening for uh, Game 1 of that World Series. Uh, moving on, though, to NLCS Game 7 uh, between the Braves and the Los Angeles Dodgers. Uh, this is a game that was actually played in front of fans, which is something we have not seen too often in sports right now with the whole coronavirus thing going on. Um, again, this is another one that came to Game 7. Uh, two very talented, uh, hard-fought teams. The Dodgers, obviously, with uh, three former MVPs uh, on their team, and the Braves with all of those young prospects that they've been developing and growing throughout their system. Um, early on in this game, there was a little bit of scoring from Atlanta. They scored uh, once in the first and second. Um, you saw the Dodgers put post up two, tie the game up in the third, uh, and then you see Atlanta take the lead again in the fourth. Um, past that, the game was pretty much all Dodgers. Um, the Dodgers uh, pitcher, Julio Urias, pretty much took the game over in those uh, middle innings, ended up throwing three innings and getting the win. 
Um, and you saw the Dodgers post two more runs in the, in the later innings in the sixth and seventh. Um, another thing that a lot, a lot of baseball fans weren't really wanting to see was these Dodgers winning this game. Um, Dodgers, again, like the Yankees, like the Astros, they're the teams that we see here all the all, a lot more often than, than teams like the Braves, like the Rays. So I think a lot of people were really wanting to see a Braves and Rays series. It's really what I was wanting to see. Uh, what were your thoughts on it, Kara? The Dodgers are also not my favorite team, and I'm not a huge fan of those big paycheck teams. Um, I think I'm, I was really hoping that, you know, right out of the gate when the Braves scored, like, what was it, like, second at bat? Yeah, yeah, they were scoring quick. They got two yeah. in the first two innings. That they were really going to win this game. But I think I think it just came down to, to the amount of errors on the field. Um, I, I, that play at third was it? Was third base? Was right. I, that was a hot mess. It was. I think the Braves definitely had opportunities to take control of this game, and they kind of squandered that. Yeah, I think I think the pressure might have gotten to them just a little bit after they started to to watch the Dodgers score climb. I agree with you. I think uh, maybe the youth of this team maybe came out a little bit in Game 7. Uh, you see guys like Freddie Freeman, the, the veteran of this team, a uh, possible MVP candidate this year. Uh, Freddie Freeman, the first baseman for the Braves. Um, you, you've seen him as a silver slugger before. He's been an MVP candidate multiple times, constantly putting together 30 home run seasons. And he's a guy that went 0-3 with a walk in this game. Um, I'm sure if they would have seen more from him, maybe that would have gotten these young bats going. But just, just out of the gate, um, wasn't really seeing too much uh, from Atlanta other than those two early runs. Um, I, I think this is a team that can put together a lot with with their youth. Uh, players like Ozzie Albies, um, Ronald Acuna Jr. Um, I, I think you're going to see these guys contending in the playoffs for years to come. But at the end of the game, the Dodgers ended up pulling it out. Um, again, Julio Urias with, with those excellent three innings that he had, that was the difference maker for them late in the game to, to squander any possible comeback from Atlanta. Um, this saw um, two different uh, starting pitchers hit the mound that were actually two 22-year-olds, something you don't expect to see uh, in the in definitely Game 7 of a, a championship series. Uh, what were your thoughts on seeing two different uh, 22-year-olds start out this game, Kara? I think, it was, I think it was great to see some young pitchers out there instead of, you know, the same pitchers every series. All the time. I think it's great that they got to, you know, play in a series like this. However, I do think that they are very green and very young. And I think they need just a a little to be a little bit more seasoned to to really pull out this, you know, the kind of baseball that needs to be done in the championship season. I agree with you. Um Something that I think surprised me in this series a lot was not seeing a lot of Clayton Kershaw, uh, best pitcher in baseball undoubtedly. He's he's a guy that obviously is notorious for his blunders in the playoffs. Um, were you surprised not seeing Clayton Kershaw in this game? Um, you know, a little bit. I mean, we got to see plenty of him on a couple of commercials this year. So, <laughs> um, but I was. I, that's who I very much expected to pitch this series, and he wasn't here very often. So no. I think he's maybe played one game this whole series. And right. then uh, when he was supposed to play again, I believe in game five, maybe he might have played in five or six in relief. I don't remember exactly, but I don't think he played in the series as much as he should have. Uh, MVP caliber pitcher, a guy that has won MVP, won a Cy Young before. Right. Something uh, you expect to see. But I thought it was just quite interesting that both put really, really green pitchers up on the mound for these series. Right. All right. Well, 
that wraps up the uh, the championship series. We're going to move on to a little bit of a preview into these uh, these World Series teams. So we're going to see the Tampa Bay Rays, a team uh, coming out of the uh, AL East that nobody really expected. You see the Red Sox all the time. You see the Yankees all the time. The, the Rays are usually a playoff contending team. But what are your thoughts on these Rays making it to the World Series this year? I was just blown away. They, I, when was the last time they made it to a series? I couldn't tell you off the top of my head, honestly. Right. Um, as you know, as in you know, LA. When was the last time they made it to a series? LA. They have actually been in the World Series three of the last four years, and they right. have yet to win one. Right. Um, I think it's really up in the air. You know, baseball has so has so much variability, and it really depends on, you know how the team's feeling if there's fans in the stands and you know, it, it comes down to how well are you pitching that night? And can someone hit the broadside of a barn? Right. Um, looking at both of these teams, obviously you're seeing the Rays. They're pretty green. Like you said, um, they've got a lot of young players, a lot of young talent. There's nobody really in this lineup outside of uh, Randy or Rosarena, who, who is a rookie, right. um, that, that really stands out from that Rays lineup. They put together some consistent hitting, um, but really it's been the pitching that I think has kept them in these series and uh, helped them win these games. Um, they're going to be putting Tyler Glass now on the mound, uh, debatably their second best pitcher behind Blake Snell. Uh, Tyler Glass now uh, through this postseason has a two and one record uh, with 25 strikeouts and a 4.66 ERA. Um, that's pretty high of an ERA. You don't want to see that many runs given up out of, out of a starting pitcher in the postseason. But again, he's got two wins. He's getting the run support when he's on the mound, so I think that'll help them out. Um, moving on to the Dodgers side, uh, you're looking at these Dodgers again, a team with three MVPs. Uh, with Mookie Betts, Cody Bellinger, and Clayton Kershaw. Um, they're going to be putting Clayton Kershaw up in that mound, a guy we were just discussing about uh, possible playoff blunders. Um, he is coming onto that mound with a 2-1 and record in this postseason, similar to Glass now. Uh, l- lower ERA by, by a significant margin, putting a 3-3-2 ERA and uh, 23 strikeouts. So, again, Kershaw, usually not known for being successful in the playoffs. He's been decent in these playoffs, just hasn't been playing as much as people would expect. Um, what are your thoughts on uh, this L.A. team coming into the World Series? I really think that, well, I mean, let's talk about it. Because one, Mookie, right? Right. I mean, how much do I have to say about him? <laughs> I I could watch him play forever. And he's made a, a lot of huge plays. Even in Game 7, he had those two huge catches and throwouts. Right. Um, as far as, you know, Crenshaw goes, it's, Pitching, I think, honestly, I think he'll do better this series than he has. There's, If there's no fans in the stands, there's not a, nearly as much pressure. Uh, quick correction, L.A., while they are playing in L.A., they do have fans. Do they have fans? L.A. does okay. have fans in the My stands. My bad, guys. Um, but not nearly as many. Right. No, not nearly as many. I think they're at like 20% capacity. Right. I'm going to throw this out, here, out there. We're going to take it back a couple years to when the Indians played the Cubs in the series. <laughs> Sorry, y'all, but I think part of part of our, you know, choke, <laughs> <laughs> our being the Indians, was the fact that, one, we had, you know, a rain delay, and two, our fans kind of cut out there for a little while, and th- that's really when you started to see us drop. Right. I think that's a huge possibility in this series as well. You think the fans will influence the Dodgers a little bit? Oh, yeah. 
I, I could see that. I think a lot of I agree with you completely. I think a lot of pressures on the Dodgers again because I mean, if if they choke in their third series in four years, they're going to be in Buffalo Bills territory. Just just huge blunders, losing that many times in that short of a time span in the biggest stage in baseball. Um, I, I agree with you. I think that could really factor in. Um, whereas if this was maybe an empty stadium game, there's not going to be that kind of pressure. Like they're going to know, yeah, your fans are going to be disappointed, but when your fans are in those stands and you're losing those games, it's going to be the, a lot more pressure coming down on you. Exactly. Um, that being said, I, I hope that it's a game where Crenshaw actually plays well and pitches well, just because, I mean, nobody wants to, to, you know, watch a series where it's hit after hit, after hit, after hit, right. after run, after run. And they take him out in the second inning. Right. You know? Um, we've actually seen something that surprised me a lot in this in this postseason is you're seeing a lot of managers pulling their starters earlier than you would expect. I know in the last five years, uh, teams like the Astros, who, who again have those aces with, with the crazy stamina like Verlander, Granke, mm -hmm. uh, when they had Garrett Cole, they'd have those guys going out there pitching six, seven, eight innings every outing. And uh, we're seeing a, a lot of a, a different change between these teams. Um, do you think these teams are going to run that similar uh, stretch uh, this postseason where teams are pulling their starters earlier? Or do you think we see uh, starting pitchers lasting longer in the World Series? You know, I hope they don't do the same thing that they've been doing and pull everybody, you right. know, after two or three innings. I think it really takes some time to, to get warmed up and get comfortable on the mound for you to be able to to continue on with that that series um so that being said i don't have hope that they're not going to stop i have a feeling that they're going to pull their starting pitchers as soon as they see any kind of trouble right which i think may have killed the rays a little bit in that that one game where they had uh, i think it was blake snell just dealing uh went five innings i think he had given up one hit and when he gave up that second hit they pulled him and then the relievers ended up coming in, getting a double play, and it, it saved them. Right. But it's one of those situations where, like, this is your ace. He's got five shutout innings so far. Like, keep playing him. Like, get what you can out of your starter because he's a guy that is, is living for these situations, playing seven innings, throwing 100 pitches. And and when you're pulling him after five innings and 60 pitches, uh, might kill his confidence a little bit, uh, might maybe uh, get your bullpen out there earlier than they're expecting. And uh, as we know from from just the last 10 years of baseball, hitting is becoming a bigger thing. We're seeing these star uh, starting pitchers, but relievers really aren't as deep as they, they've been in previous years. I, there's good relievers out there, but nobody's out there with a bullpen like the Yankees with, with four different guys that could be star closers. And uh, the Yankees aren't even in the series, so we're looking at two teams with bullpens that are decent, but not that deep. Um I think this series is definitely going to be a long one. I could see it going six, seven games. Uh, what are your thoughts on that? I'd like to see it go six or seven games. I'd, I'd love it if the Dodgers didn't, you know. Didn't sweep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> didn't sweep the series. But um, like I said, I think there's a lot of variability. I, I think it really depends on how you're pitching, how you're hitting. Some days you're on, some days you're off. It, it'll be interesting to watch, honestly, between – the pitchers and, and the errors that have been made in their uh, championship series to see if they can kind of pull together and fix all their stuff going on. Right. 
All right. Well, we're going to start closing it up. I just want to get two things from you before we close up uh, on that World Series. I want you to give me two things. I want you to tell me what you want to see happen. And I want you to tell me what you think will happen if you think so. For example, uh, me personally, I want to see the Rays win this game and f- win this series in four games. I- I'd love to see the Rays sweep the Dodgers. That- that'd make me very happy to see a, a smaller market team like Tampa. Um, I-, I saw something earlier today that that just made me laugh. Um, Cody Bellinger and Mookie Betts this season prorated are getting paid $27 million. The prorated salary for the Tampa Bay Rays this season for the entire team is $28.2 million. So I would love to see a team that's going out there with the payroll of the two best players on the Dodgers come out and win this in four games. What I think will happen, I think we're going to see the Dodgers win this in seven games. So going back to you, Kara, what do you think? I actually agree. I would love absolutely love to see the Rays win this series. Do I think it's possible? Absolutely. Do I think it's going to happen? I I have hope, but I also, you know, there's such a a low bankroll team compared to LA. Right. We've seen this happen before where the the lower pay teams get to these, these points and just, just can't handle the pressure. The star power comes down on them. We've watched the ice play in how many championships? <laughs> yep. <laughs> <laughs> um, that being said, I I have hope that the Rays could take it in six games. Right. And I hope that's what happens. Now, what do you think will actually happen? I think LA's going to take it in four. In four. Damn, that's a bold prediction. All right. I well. hope not, though. <laughs> Cross your fingers for me, y'all. Right. Right. All right. Well, that's going to do it for us at the station. Thank you all for tuning in and I hope you guys have a fantastic week.